Hello and welcome to the RPG Academy Presents Ghosts of Saltmarsh. I am Tom and I'm privileged to bring to you our latest offering where I will be running a thrilling ocean-themed Dungeons and Dragons campaign for my good friends Jake, Alex, and Troy. For those of you who don't know, we launched the RPG Academy Presents show on Twitch last year where we ran through Waterdeep Dragon Heist and you can catch our entire campaign now on YouTube. For our latest campaign, we wanted to offer our podcast listeners a chance to join in with us, so we've decided to bring our stream campaign to our podcast feed. With this said, each of these episodes was originally recorded as part of a live stream show on the RPG Academy's Twitch channel. There may be times where we reference the chat or make visual references, but we've attempted to minimize these as much as possible. The goal of this show is to show you, our listeners, how we decided to play through one of the official Dungeons & Dragons 5th edition modules. We try to use as many elements in the books as we can, but we also want to tell our own distinct story. For this particular story, we will be following the tale of the three estranged Morgan brothers. Gus Morgan, played by Troy, Steric Morgan, played by Alex, and finally, Morgan Morgan, played by the ever-serious Jake. These three brothers have not seen each other in 15 years and have now each received letters from an unknown sender requesting that they come back to their childhood home of Saltmarsh immediately, as their father has died. The only problem is that they've never met their father. We hope you enjoy our story as we dive headfirst into a tale of family, the high seas, and way too many nautical-themed puns. Let's set sail. Hello and welcome to the RPG Academy Presents Ghosts of Saltmarsh. I'm here tonight, joined by Troy. Hello. Jake. Hello. And Alex. Yes, I said Troy. Troy's here. Um, It looks like we have, our stream is running really solid right now. Great job, everybody. Way to jinx it, Tom. So, no, I know, right? I never should have said anything. So, yeah, I'm feeling pretty good tonight. Everybody showed up on time gave me plenty of time to set stuff up i've got my car to get on i have my christmas cup and my chamomile tea um feeling pretty cozy right now so i please don't wreck my mood don't fall asleep tom don't fall asleep all right so anyway uh we are going to where did we leave off last time it's been such a long time well i moved Um, like five feet back and then and that was that was the entire session Oh, that's pretty oh. much what happened. So I have to on the podcast feed. I have, I have, to, I have. The, I preface every episode with, "Hey, this was originally recorded as part of the RPG Academy's Twitch in a live streamed episode." There may be visual gags, but we try to do our best to minimize them. <laughs> How would you describe the current, uh, <laughs> the current goose that's happening? <laughs> Jake has a green screen, and Jake sometimes gets to he, he he's frivolous with this power that has been gifted to him, and he has taken Alex's head and put it on himself. And honestly, honestly, the you know you we have this is the pinnacle of like beauty. We have Alex's perfectly symmetrical face with Jake's absolutely rotund body. body. <laughs> Did you say rotund Bundy? I said rotund body. 
Oh man, yeah. we're gonna we'll yeah. just file this away for save for no, later. It's, it's it's all good. <laughs> RIP so, podcast anyway, listeners. Yeah. So our brief recap for um Jake, Alex, and Troy. So where we left off. So we've got Gus, Morgan, Steric Morgan, and Morgan Morgan. You all have traveled to this haunted house just west of the town of Saltmarsh. You've traveled here basically to they want to know. Are there people? Are there slaves that are being kept here? Are the sea princes using this once abandoned facility? And turns out they may be doing that. You were sent here originally by Anders Solomer, the young upstart newcomer into Saltmarsh. He's making a name for himself, you know, ruffling some feathers. You all came here, seemed to be an abandoned house until you all sprung the trap. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you wound up in the cellar where you killed a bunch of people. Yeah, well, they were being mean. I mean, they started it. Listen, we weren't yeah. trapped with them. They were trapped with us. I think and we honestly, established episode one. We're kind of bloodthirsty brothers. <laughs> well, Gus is Listen, I get angry sometimes. You I can't help it. like Gus when he is angry. That's where we wound up. You all had gone into this cellar and you quickly started decimating all of these bandits down here. But in a moment of desperation, one of those bandits realized that he was he was either going to die by your hands or he was going to try to take some of you with you. Take some of you with him. Words are hard. There you go. Before unleashing a bunch of skeletons on you. So he went over there and busted down a door that didn't was not supposed to be open. It said danger on it. And a bunch of skeletons flowed forth. A skeleton flow. Did you know that if you get humans in large enough quantities, like coming out of a stadium or going into a stadium, they act as a fluid? Thank you for that. You're welcome. Science tips. Fun fun fact. Science so if you remember our exciting last episode, I moved 10 feet back. And that was it before our stream crashed. Yep. So, anyway, so what we're going to do is everybody's going to go ahead and roll up initiative. Oh, done. So done. 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 Uh, the only one I don't see is I don't see Morgan. Morgan. <gasps> Morgan. What? So, so Morgan, if you want to go ahead and roll initiative. Ooh. Oh. Ooh. That's not what I rolled last time. What did you it roll last it, time? I rolled an eight last time. You can see it in better. the chat. It's in the chat. Should we, should Gus and Steric, should we give that to him? I don't I mean, care. It doesn't matter to me. We're going to die either way. Okay. That's the spirit. We'll to him. <laughs> okay. So, Woo! starting things. Woo! All right. We're going to, you know, we're going to kick things off. I want to turn it over to you all. What does this scene look like? Horrifying. Bring me in. Uh, there's a bunch of zombies. What is Morgan doing, though? Morgan, he took a couple steps back because he's going to fire an arrow at the first zombie in line as soon as he gets the chance. And he's using his brother, Steric, as cover. <laughs> but he's not outright saying, like, I'm hiding behind Steric. He's just, you know, kind of doing it. Yeah, as you okay, do. I, I want, I want Steric. Go ahead and roll a perception check for me. Sure. Because we are all about that drama. Perception. Drama. That's a six. 
Yeah, he is too distracted with these skeletons. Thank God. All right. So one of these skeletons is going to move right up to stare. Does he look at us? No, he doesn't, because skeletons don't have eyes, Troy. He Get turns some. towards you with his turns. dark holes looking at you with holes in his eye, eye holes. <laughs> Get you. my eye holes. Get away from my eye holes. <laughs> okay, and he's going to go ahead and use his short sword, and he's going to roll a nine. Oh, he misses. It's, Whoa. Yeah, he... he this is this skeleton has been trapped in this room for so long, Alex. You see his dry, decrepit bones. They just they're not they're moving so slow, you're easily able to dodge Wonderful. out of the way. Oh, these are like the spy kid skeletons. Yes, for all those who get the spy kids skeletons reference. Hey, we're all millennials here. We all saw spy kids. <laughs> Alright. So one of the skeletons is going to go ahead and he's gonna start climbing over these beds. He's not going to be able to get to you because the beds are difficult, but he's going to be in basically this skeleton is going to be in half cover right here. All right. Was he just trying to jump on the beds? Like, is this he one? He was. Of, I, he was like, I a, yell over, hey, don't jump on the bed. And he looks right back at you. I just no more skellies jumping on the bed. Oh, I thought you were going to keep going. No, no. Okay. That was that was Jake's song for the night. And then. <laughs> Does he get bardic inspiration for that? <laughs> what? No, that's not how any of this works. Okay, so the other, the next Disagree. skeleton is going to pull out a bow and arrow. Whoa. Oh. Is it made of bones? It's a skeleton with a bow, bone and arrow. Gross. <laughs> and it's going to roll a 15 as it's trying to hit Steric. Oh, that hits. And it's going to do eight piercing oh. damage as this bolt hits you. Uh, Twang. Ooh. That's not, did that's not a lot of feel damage. good. No. And this other skeleton is going to finish eating the guy who released them. Ah, perfect. The end he deserved. <laughs> the, the end that he deserved. And he is going to, he's going to get got. All right. Get got. So, Steric, you're up. Well, thank goodness for that, because I don't know how all these guys moved. I only see two in the initiative order. Uh, I will reach out and uh, try to push this skeleton in front of, that's in front of me uh, away from me. Um, A little push. Well, I, I'm going to go for that motion, but as I do... Okay. Uh, electricity starts to crackle out of my fingertips and down uh, across my arms um, you see this this blue electric energy reach out and fry hopefully fry the bones of this creature in front of me a good old-fashioned bone fry yeah, good old-fashioned shocking grasp all right so go ahead and roll your roll your attack oh 20 to hit all right, so go ahead and hit that little shocking grasp text right there in the chat, and then to see our damage. Five damage. Five damage. Not great, so, but, you know, something. What's that? So, five damage. Um, But here's the next thing. Gus and Morgan. Have you all, what do you all think of the, of these powers that Steric has started to display? I mean, well. Have you seen them yet? I'm just jealous. I mean, because uh, we've seen him shoot the tree. Mm, that was Gus. Oh, that was the, Gus? The potion of... Uh, yeah, lightning. my lightning potion. Oh. 
Yeah. Is this the first time we're seeing you do it? No, I um used lightning lore in the last room. Yeah, to grab yeah. The pirate. Uh, or the I'm just jealous because he's blue now, and you are uh doing lightning, and I'm like, man, I'm just not special. I just got a bow and an ugly face. Just like real life. You'll have your growth spurt soon. And it's a good thing, too, because Morgan, it's your turn. Uh, I would actually like to uh, do that attack and then attempt to move 10 feet away. I know I'm going to invoke attack of opportunity, but I'm going to attempt to get away from this thing. Kind of freaked out by what just happened. Attack of opportunity. We're going to go ahead and let's do it. Ooh. I rolled a 22 and oh. got seven damage. Ugh, that definitely hits. Are you dead? Oh my word. No, I'm still up, but. I'm rolling Ooh. really good tonight. If you could really stop well. that for a little bit, that'd be cool. Okay. Yeah. Thank you, Troy. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you, Gus. That's what you're there for. That's right. I'm not <laughs> Make just minor a corrections face. to my, my English. All right. So, Morgan, you're up. All right. I moved 30 feet back. And okay. I'm going to go. Yeah. What? You just ran away from your this fight no i mean i just took a more you know better position okay uh, and i'm gonna go ahead and take a shot with my longbow at that one that was in front that hurt my brother i got a 14 to hit and that will hit all right and that will be eight piercing damage describe to us the moment of impact uh so i run back get up against the wall and I just look over Steric's shoulder, and I just shoot it. Uh, do I kill it? Did I kill it? You, yeah, you. Uh, I want to shoot it right in the eye hole, and its skull it's like falls hole. off to the side, and then just the body just crumples into like a, a pile of bones, dog treats. A pile of bones. Mm-hmm. Oh man, it's dead. Boom! Thank goodness. Okay, it crumples. Crumples. All right, Gus. All right, it's all you. It's all you see me. this the, the the cacophony of bones rattling to the floor. St- Steric is shooting lightning. Gus is jumping over fallen furniture. I mean, Morgan's fall- jumping over fallen furniture, launching arrows. Gus calmly and nonchalantly walks towards the pile of bones, reaching down. He grabs the femur bone picks it up and starts beating the other skeleton with the femur part of the first skeleton that crumpled. Okay. I don't know how to roll Impro- for that. That's an improvised weapon and that's going to be a D4. Okay. P- plus your strength. But I'm going to give you I'm going to give you inspiration for that as well. I appreciate that. So, so is that 2D4? <laughs> <laughs> No. <laughs> what is the inspiration? Just to get to roll it twice if it doesn't work yeah. out. Dude, we've been playing D and D for now. For it's like regular inspiration, years. not <laughs> advantage. Just insp- he's we giving want, you a point of inspiration. In general, we want to Tom think about our audience. Maybe someone's joining for the first time ever, and I, <laughs> an experienced D and D player, would still. I, I want to pretend oh, as if I don't. So, oh, I get it. I get it. Uh, this is a, okay. This is a teaching I'll, moment. This is a teaching moment. So, Troy, 
Thanks for asking. You're welcome. Inspiration. What you're going to do is I'm going to give you this little special D20. Uh-huh. And this is basically signifying that, hey, man, you've been a real good boy. Uh-huh. You, you know, you either impressed me or, you know, you did something cool or, you know, you just role played really well. Oh, shucks. And so, yeah, whenever you want, you can decide to roll that D20 with your regular D20. Sick. And that's inspiration. And then you get to pick the higher one. Awesome. That's what inspiration is. You know what? Thank you. I appreciate that. And you know what? I'm having a lot of fun, so it means I'm doing it correctly, right? You're doing it correctly. <laughs> Remember, you're having fun, fun you're, doing you're doing it correctly. correctly. <laughs> All right. Oh, okay. Yes. <laughs> Hit him with that femur. Six. Six damage. That's that's a good amount, though. You kind of... You kind of... Hit this skeleton... He kind of stumbles a little back up against the wall. You know what I want to do? I'm a what's up? I I know it's not really a called shot, but just for flavor, I'm gonna hit him in the shin bone because a shin bone it while it doesn't kill you, it really smarts. What? If you get hit in the shin, like you bang your shin against a counter or something or a table, oh, it hurts. It hurts. It smarts. What did you say? You said it really smarts. smarts. You know, like. <laughs> anyway, keep moving. Who's next? Okay. <laughs> it is the skeletons. But you say, well, wait a second. The skeletons already went. Oh, but no, there's a couple more you see scrambling out, trying to claw their way over their companions. You don't like it at all. Okay. And it is now going to be the skeleton that you just you just hit him with his his, let's just say it's his cousin, his cousin's femur. Mm-hmm. How would that make you feel? Um, honored. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and it's going to hit you with its short sword. Oh, wait a second. Troy? Yes. Hey, this is this is Tom messing something up. Hey, Tom. Out, or, yeah, I know. Hey, Jake, what does damage vulnerability mean? So vulnerability means it takes double damage. Okay, so, hey. Of that um, damage type. Okay, so, Troy, when you hit that skeleton, it is basically dead. Yes. But it's not quite dead. It's got one hit. Just mostly dead. And the resistance, it takes half damage. So skeletons are, I'm going to just tell you this, skeletons are vulnerable to bludgeoning damage. Interesting. Yeah, and this is actually, Alex shocked him. Jake did piercing damage. This is the first bludgeoning. Hey, you know, that's what I'm here for. Someone's going to be the A player. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, Troy, you you are A player for sure. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you, Jake. All right, this skeleton's going to, it just... It rears back this rusted sword, and it's going to try to just cleave you in two. 17. Yeah, that'll hit. Six piercing damage. Did we heal since last time? Yes, you did. Whew. Because I made, I did this whole non-D&D rule where I said you leveled up, oh, and good. I just let you all pre-hail all of your health. Well, cool. I'm not doing that. What do you mean? I'm saying that my health which is 22. Okay. Because I am a D&D purist. Hmm. Oh, okay. That's cool. I mean, whatever you want to do. That's what I want to do, but, Tom. Okay. Yeah. Alex, you can do whatever you want to do either. I'm going to take the level up because uh, <laughs> yeah. I would have been dead already. 
Just I like to pretend that kill. Gus, he took a long break to have some turkey, and that really healed him up. <laughs> okay, beans. fair enough. All right. Um, the This other skeleton is going to continue to fire arrows, and it's going to fire an arrow at, at Gus, because it's is also his cousin was also just bludgeoned with his other cousins. How many is everyone everyone's cousin? It's I don't know. Skeleton families run along and deep. All right, so gross. (laughs) Okay, it's a fourteen. Does a fourteen hit you? It does not. Ooh. All right. Yes, come closer, skeleton. (laughs) And the other one is going to go ahead and take a. It sees another bow and arrow launcher. That's what they call people who shoot bow. They shoot that shoot arrows. I mean archers. It sees another (laughs) archer. Ah, Legolas, the famous (laughs) bow and bow and arrow 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 launcher. And it's going to go ahead. You have my axe. And you have my my bow and arrow arrow launcher. Anyway. He launches an arrow one, at me. How does one okay. become a bow and arrow no, launcher? And a bow. <laughs> Through many it's years of training. It's yeah, and it's gonna go ahead and shoot at Morgan. So it looks like I'm under these stairs a little bit. Uh so does that Ooh, mean okay. I got some cover? Yeah, I would say yeah, if you're like kind of Yeah, for sure. The is old that... Harry Potter defense. Yeah, because the way that I'm envisioning this right now is yeah, so Morgan, you ran over to these set of stairs and you kind of, the stairs are like in the middle of the room and they lead up. Mm-hmm. It's like you're on the other side of them. So, is that yeah, half or three can, quarters? I'm going to say half cover. Okay. So that makes you, does that do, how does that cover? So, work? cover, half cover is plus two to AC, three quarters is five okay. to AC, and then total cover is unhittable. Okay. So, I rolled a 15. So, my AC is 16, 17, 18 being in half cover. Okay. So, you, that arrow just kind of hits the stairs, and you have that twong. I'm going to, I'm going to combat loot that arrow. Okay. All right. Combat loot yeah. that arrow. Add it to your inventory because yes. we care about that. Yeah. Gotta track my number of arrows. I'm a D&D purist, so I know all the arrows that I have. They're all named. Do you have any bow and arrow launchers <clears throat> in your inventory? Yeah, I do, actually. Okay. Is that so, when you want to get rid of your bow and arrows? Yes, I want to launch my bow, especially. All right. So we're at the top of the order, and I need everybody to go ahead and roll perception for me. Oh, the, I'm so perceptive. I don't believe in perception. My gosh, I'm rolling like garbage. I got a 10. Oh, man. Oh, I'm rolling so good. Ooh, Thank Ooh. God, Troy. Gus. All right. I'm all so, aces tonight, boys. So with, with Morgan at a 10, Steric at a 3, mm-hmm. and Gus at a, te- at a 16. I got Gus. real beat up, so. You did. Real... Gus. Kind of echoing almost through this chamber. And into your very bones. Oh, is, this is hear, a very bone-themed night. It is. It is. You hear? Ha 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 ha. Do I recognize this, this voice? I'll go ahead and roll a. Go ahead and roll and go to roll a history check. Because mm. you're trying to recall something. Oh, well, you rolled that twice. I <laughs> didn't think that it clicked the first time. So let's take the first one. So you recognize this. 
as all the times that you've ever heard somebody a near do well make a laugh like this is what this is definitely somebody who is up to no good that's an up to no good type of laugh that's a bad kind of laugh yeah you don't you're the only one who hears this though as you're surrounded by skeletons you just hear and i know it's coming from down the hallway i know it's not one of the skeletons making this creepy noise you you just kind of yeah you kind of hear it coming from back down through the hallway back through the skeletor room Mm. i need to get to that laugh all right and steric it is your turn oh my goodness this scene there's the scene now gus is surrounded all conan style with his with his femur bone um Morgan is launching arrow after arrow, or bow and arrow after air, bow and arrow. All right, and you're up. Describe to us what you do. Oh, I just got the. I'm gonna move back here with Steric or with with Morgan. <laughs> hey, bud, you go. Gus, get, get out of there, <laughs> guys. I'm gonna, gonna get all the XP myself. <laughs> I'm gonna move back and uh, pull up my uh, hand crossbow. Ooh. I'm sorry, my light crossbow. Ooh. And, uh, take a attempt to take a shot at this guy right here in front of Gus. Okay. So that's a 14 to hit. Okay, that is gonna that is going to hit. Darn straight. Uh, that is eight damage. Okay. Gus, over your head, you just hear the a whizzing of a crossbow bolt. Yeah, whatever that sounds like. Yeah. So many good folly effects tonight, guys. <laughs> Keep up the good work. Pew, pew, pew. All right. Pew, pew. All right. So, Morgan, you're So, up. I got a question. See- what is this, yeah, what does yeah. the ceiling of this room look like? It's actually, it's wood. It's like lumber? Like Yeah, like it's paneling? lumber. Like pa- Yeah, almost. Okay. How how high is it? Uh, Probably about eight feet. Oh, so it's it's squat. It's a squat little. It's room. a squat. It's yeah. It's like a cellar. Man, okay. Um, and then also you've got this table kind of in the middle of the room, and then all these beds that are kind of along the wall. The room itself is only about. It's not that wide either. It's pretty long. It's almost okay. like a small. I got a. I got an unorthodox. Ah, idea here. Here we go. We're about to play some real D and D. This table that's shown right here. Yeah. Looking at it. Is this something that I can push semi easily? Yes. So, tell me if this is a dumb idea. If I take this table and I stand right here at this end of it and I push it all the way down and I hit this guy and then try and jam the table in sideways like this oh. to block all of the other zombies back in there. That's pretty good, but that's going to take you two turns to do that. Because that's a long way to push a table. Well, then it's kind of superfluous to do it because then they can just, you know, Yeah, but what would WWMD, what would Morgan do? Well, Morgan's not going to do that if they're just going to walk out of that corridor before I can even (laughs) go down there and do anything. Hey, but don't forget, these ones are shooting... Arrows. They're shooting arrows. Morgan. Not the they're ones that arrows. just came out. We don't know what they're doing yet. You don't. But All right, this is fine, a Tom. You... I won't do anything interesting. I'll just take a shot at. No, I want you. I want you to move. No, the table. it's too late, Tom. 
I'm not going to miss no, it. Don't quashed, you railroad us. You've quashed my inner light, Tom, and I'm going to take a longbow shot. 22 you at were, this one right hold here. On. Hold on. In my defense, I thought you were a D&D purist. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. He's yeah, like, gotcha. he's like, yeah, Tom, can I move this, this table that is actually like 30 feet long? And I'm like, sure. And he's like, can it's I now move it? It's 20 feet long, if anything. Can I, can I now move it 70 feet? Morgan, what's your speed? Oh, where's that? What's your speed? Literally, it's 40 feet. If I was moving the this part of the table all the you, way to there but yeah, really but i was just read this one it's also probably feet. not like uh not you like a little fold-up table far. you know that it's super light yeah but it's also probably not period. huge logs okay, here's the thing no no this is what i want you to do isn't there rules you... for like shoving isn't there yes. a rule for speed also i don't think you can even get that far if you if you sprint oh, yeah because yeah if you here i'm gonna let you do it I'm going to let you do this because, yeah, if you sprint, you can make it and then shoving it. All right. You're going to need to make a strength check, though. But do if you fail, bad things are going to happen. To me, probably. Well, I'm not going to do that be because fun. my strength is nothing. So I'm going to go with my shot. Okay. I'm, I'm going to oh, shoot that one. How, how are you? Okay. It was eight piercing okay. damage. Oh, man. And then gonna kill it, after though. I shoot it, I'm going to crouch down to give myself full cover. Okay. You do it like a coward. <laughs> okay, I was gonna let you have that. Yeah, and then I would roll a crit fail on my strength. Here, just just for for a guess. Let's see what would have happened if I would have done this. Ooh, a fifteen. That was pretty good. It's too late. Well, it's too you late. You launched it one handed, yeah. and it looked so awesome. No, you would have no. done a pirouette also in slow motion. Well, do it again. With do it bird again. Singing. Do it again. Roll another strength. Okay, I'll roll another strength. Yeah, get the do good it, rolls out of the way. Do it. Do it. An 11. Ah, yeah, that would have failed. All right, so anyway, um, <laughs> Gus, you're up. All right. So You see, you, behind you, you hear kind of a table shift, and then you kind of like, you look, and then Morgan just kind of shakes his head. And I just, just shuffle back sadly. <laughs> he goes over there to like test the weight of the table. He's like, uh, never mind. <laughs> Too heavy. All right. Okay. I'm going to. So this this one that's like near the wall, between the two yes. beds. I'm mm-hmm. gonna grab his whole skeleton body. His skeleton's just the whole skeleton frame. I'm gonna pick him up and I'm gonna throw him at this one over here. <laughs> okay. So you grab the one that's like really hurt. Yep. I'm grabbing the one that's super hurt. Okay. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take him over to this other skeleton over in this corner. Oh, so you're like going to pick him up? I'm going to pick him walk up. Walk him over. Yep. And then Innocent. beat the right. other skeleton with the first skeleton. <laughs> okay. So that's going to be a, you're going to need to make a, this is going to be a contested roll. Okay. So that's going to be your first thing. He's just, I want to use my advantage if it doesn't work out too. Or my inspiration, sorry. All right. I'm going to roll strength. I got a 14. You go ahead and roll your. I'm trying. Go ahead and roll, ath- roll athletics, not straight. Oh, good. 24. 24, is that good? That's good. You succeed. Okay, and then I want to use his skeleton body to hit the other skeleton body. Okay. That's going to be another turn, though. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> yep. So while I'm waiting, I'm just holding the skeleton out in front of me. 
<laughs> in front of the other skeleton. It's almost a skeleton shield until next turn. Okay. And that skeleton is is going to go ahead and try to shoot you. Through my, through my skeleton shield? Through your skeleton shield. Fun. All right. 13. Nope. All right. The other skeletons are going to come out. And one is going to try to hit you with a short sword. Okay. An 18. That'll hit. But does my skeleton shield give me any help? (laughs) We're going to say you take six damage. Okay. All right. And with that, it is now Steric's turn. And Gus, once again, you hear, as you kind of get closer. I hear it louder. You hear, hear, guys, are you all hearing this? He's delusional. I'm going to okay. uh, scoot to the edge of these stairs here, and I'm going to take another uh, cross light crossbow shot at this guy right here. Wait, that's uh, the one I'm holding. Oh, then the one in front of him that you're not holding. Mm-hmm. And we'll see what happens there. It's a 15 to hit. A 15? That's going to do it. Yeah. I clicked the light crossbow button, and I got a 9 plus 5. <laughs> um, yeah, that's because, you, if for whatever reason, it, ro- it ro- rolled basically almost like a two-handed weapon. Oh. All right. Um, so, but you do 9 damage. Interesting. To which one did you attack? Uh, this one right here. More crossbow bolts just go whizzing by you, Gus. One's going to hit you eventually. Um, Morgan, you're up. Watch this. I'm going to do something really cool. Oh, never mind. I'm just going to shoot my longbow, and it's going to probably miss. It's a 10 to hit this guy right here. That's going to miss. Okay. I crouch back down. (laughs) (laughs) Got to get that half cover, man. No, I'm going to full cover. (laughs) Full cover. I'm just popping out and doing shots. D&D purist. Shot, 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 shot. My next turn, I'm going to start exploring this dungeon with or without you guys. (laughs) (laughs) guys i'm trying to work my way towards the hallway and y'all are just back behind the stairs doing who knows what i wonder where these stairs lead my character's gonna find out next turn (laughs) all right all right so the the skeleton i'm holding i'm gonna use Mm -hmm. him as a bat against the other skeleton the one that's right in front of me i guess as you do another 1d4 plus four Yep. Bam. No, no. It's not 1d4 plus 4. It's 1d4. Oh, yeah. Plus yours. Oh, yeah. And then you double that damage. Yeah. So that's you're going to do 12 damage to that guy. That's pretty good. To that's both? Really good. Cause... Oh, the other one is going to be dead. Oh, okay. So I killed two for one. You t- killed two for one. No, no. One is still up. All right. And it is now going to... But I hit him one. with the the one I was swinging. Doesn't he take yeah. bludgeoning damage also? Yeah, this one... This one... One of the skeletons is going to take a lot of damage when you hit him with his cousin. Mm-hmm. All right? And the one that, you, the one that you're holding is gone. It shatters okay. into pieces. I got yeah, you. I feel like you're you're holding... What, what two bones are you holding um, afterwards? I think I'm holding him by the ankles. So I just have two skeleton feet. One in each hand. Okay. 
All right. And then the skeletons are going to attempt to hit you. Good luck. Well, they're going to try. They can try all they want. 14. Does that hit? It does not. Ooh. Ooh. Six. Does that hit? Nope. I'm a strong boy. <laughs> 18. Does that hit? Yeah. I mean, it does right. hit. So you have like just Some. like skeletons wailing on you and then one shooting you with a bow. So you're going to take five damage from the one in the back. Okay. Cool. All right. I feel like once- four dollars right now. <laughs> All right, Steric, you're up. None of this. There's only the skeletons are looking pretty bad right now. So is your brother. <laughs> Gus is just in a like absolute mess of carnage. I'm surrounded by bones. Surrounded by bones. Oh no. Uh. Well. Um. You know, things seem to be going okay for Gus at the moment. So I'm gonna reposition here and uh, move up and prop the crossbow up on uh, the edge of the table here. And you're gonna try to move the table? No, I'm gonna prop the like steady myself. Using the almost okay. like a sniper right. stand. I'll give you advantage. Um, oh, cool. And uh, attempt to take out this zombie right here. Okay. Okay. That is going to hit. 19. Oh, yeah. And That's seven damage. Another skeleton goes down. Take him down. Good. Okay. I got your back, Gus. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Morgan, you're up. All right. Time to figure out what's in this dungeon. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Because these stairs go back up to the house, don't they? Yeah. Ooh, Probably. maybe. Unless there is, like, a medical tent upstairs, I think you should probably help us kill the rest of these skeletons. All right. I'm going to... Oh, my God. This... I'm just going to come over here, and I'm going to shoot a skeleton with a crossbow. Man, this is some great theater. Uh, it's a 20 to hit. It's, it's four piercing damage. You can you can make it. You can you can de- describe how you pull back. I that pull arrow. back the string, the arrow tickling my cheek as it slides on my skin. I loose the arrow with a puff of wind. Hits me in the eye. Ow, my eye. It's hard to see, but the arrow flies true with a 20 to hit. It stabs in through the ribs of the skeleton doing a mere four piercing damage. The skeleton makes no noise, but the DM writes down the damage. There you go. Okay, that was pretty good. It would have hey, been a lot time- better though if he moved a table, don't you think? Yeah. Or and also it, it would have been even way way better if you wouldn't have been like chewing on your mic. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So which you hit which one? This one? Or this Does one? Does it matter? It does. This one will be dead. This one will be dead. <laughs> okay, I'll kill that one. Get that XP. <laughs> See, I care about you. Alright. It's dead. He kills. He kills. Kill stealed from you, Gus. All right, Gus, you're up. There's one skeleton left. Yeah, I'll clear some of these guys out. Of Wait, here no, so no, 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 no! Don't clear them out. I need okay, them for the. One... We're gonna. We're doing theater. Okay. Okay. This is there how you we go. do theater. Now, Gus. All right. Gus looks back. 
from whence the arrow came. He looks at his brother, nods, winks, blows him a kiss, and then turns, facing his back towards the skeletons and his face away from the skeletons. Moonwalks through the <laughs> through the pile of bones, and then turns around. <laughs> so yeah, you move over to here. Yep, I moonwalk through the pile of bones, and then in one swift motion, pull the great axe from its scabbard. I guess it's in a scabbard. <laughs> you, I don't keep know. Your, you keep your you keep your great axe. I like almost like just sure the do. handle is kept in the candles kept in a scabbard. I just draw it out in one fell swoop. I swing it and hit the skeleton with a thousand damage, <laughs> and then I blow another kiss to my brother Steric as I'm so, swinging forward. So how much damage do you do? A thousand. <laughs> He's got to hit first. <laughs> I would love if this failed. Wouldn't that be fun? Uh, that's the problem. That's the problem with D and D. Ten. You could describe something really great and then it'll fail. Ten. Is that good? Wait. Do you still? Do you still have your inspiration? I do. Can I use my inspiration? You can. You can use your All inspiration. Right, so I. So that'll just no. You'll just have a twenty-four. Okay. Well, I, yeah. I'd like to imagine in my mind's eye that I did like a full pirouette, and he thought I missed, and then I swung around again and actually hit him. Okay, now go ahead and hit your damage. Nope, that's not how you do that. <laughs> Click on the little text that says Great Axe. 15 slashing damage. Uh, what? How much damage does that thing do? 15. 1d12? 1d12 plus 4. Because I'm a right, strong this... boy, Tom. I eat my Wheaties. <laughs> the skeleton is dead. Good. A good day. Right, so all, I put all my Great Axe are... back in its scabbard. All the skeletons are dead. High-fiving both of my brothers <laughs> in slow motion with rain falling. In the cellar? Yep. They, want, they may want to have that looked at. <laughs> That's right. It costs about 12 grand. <laughs> yeah, you got... Um, but it really you, improves you the value of the home, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Was that good what theater? That, that was good theater. I'm going to turn it all over to you. You're left in this basement. Everything is just, there's just piles of bones that litter the floor everywhere. You have two doors down here. There's one directly in front of you, Gus. That Well, this one right mm -hmm. here, directly in front of you. All right? And then there's this one right here where the skeleton, the broken door where the skeletons had shambled out and where you heard the ominous laughter earlier. So I dropped Does... the, uh, from, back from where Hysteric was, he was fumbling trying to reload the light crossbow for another shot. Uh, in the instance that he had time for one, um, as soon as Gus obliterates the last zombie, he just, just kind of drops out of his hand. He looks up and just lets his head just kind of drop, just breathing very heavily. That's it. Guys, I'm hurt really badly. I got shot multiple times, like Boromir from Lord of the Rings. <laughs> And I could lay down in one of those beds real quick. How's everybody cool. looking as far as damage goes? I'm still at 22, where <laughs> I stayed because I'm a TD purist. Cool, because you uh, you know hid behind the stairs. Even after my long rest from the last session, I'm down to four hit points right now. Same. I'm going to okay, kick down so this door. Boom! You kick it down? Yeah. 
seven more All zombies right. come rushing out. Yes. Don't Can worry. I pack my wounds real quick? Like, <laughs> do that maybe? Jake! <laughs> what? We've got to teach you some mic editing. <laughs> I can't help it. I take I that just, take that mic a little bit further away from your face. Well, then I it'll fall. I'm okay, balancing it precariously on my stomach. <laughs> pro- pro- professional. We'll just fix it in posts. <laughs> yeah, fix it in posts. What's in this room? Oh, okay, it's a bedroom. I hope it's a Unlike, potion. Okay, well hold on, That's hold on. Let me explain. Purist. I all open right, the door. So, What's here? I so where's all the loot? Are there's a is there a treasure chest? I see a chest no. at the edge of the bed. It's right there. What's in it? <laughs> okay, there's okay. <laughs> let me explain. I'm trying to explain here. All right. So unlike the barracks, this small room holds comfortable furnishing and appears to be well cared for. A comfortable looking bed in the northwest corner has a wooden locker at its foot. A, you are very astute there. A small wooden table stands against the east wall, with a padded leather chair beside it, and on the table a brass three-branch candlestick with three burning candles provides the room with bright light. All right. The candles, though, are not fresh and far from spent. The candles, though, not fresh, are far from spent. Hold on. Are they lit? I got to read more flavor. Almost, I'm almost done with this flavor text. Whew, I know it's a slog. Flavor All right, so under the, under the table is a small wooden box and an unlit bullseye lantern with a movable shutter over the lens. And on the shelf above the table sits three books. And in the northeast corner is a closed wooden wardrobe. So, in this room, you have basically a chest under the table. You got a shelf with some books, and you got a foot locker. Well, the first thing I want to do is search for anything first aid wise that I could give my brother first aid with. Okay. Um. So where where do you go to? Start I guess searching? the foot locker. Maybe there's a potion okay. of health in there or something. Okay. Real quick, I would like to search underneath the sheets by putting my body between the sheet and the bed and lay down. <laughs> I'm laying in the bed. Okay. You're you're laying in bed. Yep. Okay. Let's see here. Let me see what is in this box. I thought okay. for sure you're going to say let's see what's in this bed. <laughs> what's in the box? <laughs> Oh my word! Okay, the bed bugs it do one d one damage. <laughs> it doesn't even like say what's in the box. That's got to be an editing mistake. All right, so there's one box in here. What's in the there box? Is, so there's this box right here. So in that box, there's twelve candles, <laughs> flint and steel, and a piece of parchment. All right, there's that. Basically, it details a. It shows that bullseye lantern. There's a sketch of it, and then it's almost like signals. It's it's almost like almost like some sort of code for lights. But there doesn't appear to be anything as far as sustenance or healing potions or anything. In okay, here. I want to uh, take the candles and light them yeah. and drip yes. the wax into Gus's wounds to seal them. Ooh. You're, I'll give you insp- I'll give you inspiration for that. Also, go ahead and roll a d4 as Gus. You're going to take some burning. Can I, take, can I make this a contested effort here? You can. Yes, I want you to go. Right, I, I, so don't wanna, I don't want to. I don't want to contest with my strength. I want to contest with my words of persuasion. Okay. 
Ah, oh, so do I have to do like a wisdom or? <laughs> I mean, you can or you can do my saving throw. You, you can do strength versus my persuasion, and maybe your strength is stronger than my words. I, I don't know. I think your words. <laughs> Guys, I think listen, it's my brain it's against fine. your words. Whoppa! Okay, I'll do wisdom. Oh, 19 on my persuasion. I'm doing a saving throw. Um, well, um, it's five. Is that good? Morgan, what do you say to Gus? You say, we gotta close the wounds, all right? I'm gonna take this wax. I'm gonna just heat it up a little bit. It'll get in there. It will cauterize the wound just slightly, but it won't scar, and it'll stop you from bleeding out, all right? Just... Just lay back. Alright. Plus my plus my wound will smell like pumpkin spice. <laughs> Tis the season. Okay, okay. I lay back. And I... He's gonna heal him. I'm gonna say you get to you're gonna get one D four health back. Yeah, bud. You're welcome. So you Is won't... it times three? Because there are multiple <laughs> multiple wounds. <laughs> no, just one. And then, also, at this point, you all can technically take Ooh, a short... Fun. One hit point. You you all could technically take a short rest. Remember, that's only like 30 minutes. Where you're just well, kind technically of it's an hour. I'm, I'm okay, a D&D if, purist, so I know all the rules. He's a D&D purist. <laughs> okay, if, <laughs> okay. But this is Waterdeep savings time, so it's only a half hour. Waterdeep savings time. Yeah. Hey, that's we're in Greyhawk right now. Well, we're in the same time zone. Uh, okay. Look it up. I'm a purist. Okay. I mean, if you two want to take a short rest, I can finish searching this room, and then I can, I can handle a fight probably because I'm pretty fresh. Since I'm a, I'm an archer, I'm supposed to be in the back. Um, okay. So that's why I don't have any damage done to me because I'm supposed to be in the back. Gus is already okay. taking a short rest. He falls asleep very easily and is able to okay. recoup his health. So you can roll. How many hit die are you going to roll? Um, I'll roll one. Okay, and if you don't like I mean, if you want to roll more, you can. Okay. So go to roll your d10, I believe. Yeah. Plus your constitution Eight. modifier. Plus, and then you oh, add your constitution. Cool. My constitution modifier is three. So you get 11, so get 11. back. And then, Steric, are you going to? Okay. I feel good oh, about yeah. <laughs> okay, that's pretty yeah. solid. I'll take that. Um, and then, so M- Morgan, I want you to go ahead and roll an investigation check. As you said, you continue to search this room. Yeah, yeah. That's seventeen. Ooh. Okay. Nice. As you kind of get to the desk, you find a little clasp underneath the desk. That when you flip it open, there's almost like a little, like a compartment that slides, and there's a book in there. I'm going to read that book title. It says Sanballat's Spellbook. Uh, so is this like a wizard spellbook? No, it's, it's like a, a dictionary. It teaches you how to spell. I'm going to toss it to Steric and I'm going to say, some light reading for you while you take a breather. Isn't he doing a short rest? He is. I'm Are not. we both napping in the same bed? Well, technically a short rest just means... You're not doing anything physically extraneous. You don't actually have to be sleeping. Oh, so you can Gus just be sitting, you can be seriously. eating, you can do whatever. 
But if you wanted to take a cat nap, you could. Yeah, Gus is doing that. Gus is definitely asleep right now. What was in the little okay. box under the desk? Um, That box, there is nothing in that box. Actually, you know what? There is going to be something in that box. Because they say that there's something in that box. I mean, they say there's a box there, but the book doesn't provide any sort of information about, like, what's in that box. Another. It would be great if it was, like, a case of, you know, something that I could use that would allow me to use my level up ability. Yeah. Are you you trying to be Tom's best friend right now and cater (laughs) to his every move? That small chest? I do apologize. What was the name of the spell book? Sanballat's spell book. You spell it for Morgan. When you grab that chest, you feel a power emanating from it. I'm I'm gonna open it. When you open it, there's a soft blue glow coming from this box. This is a box that you're starting to sense. It's it's odd. It's out of place. This box should not be here. And in that box, there's a quiver. Of arrows? Of arrows. I'm going to take the... No, Aver, no, it's, it's an empty quiver. It's an empty quiver. It's an, it's an empty quiver. But on that quiver, you see some runes that you recognize immediately what do they say well they you recognize you don't you can't read them them. these are the these are the runes that were etched into the skeleton of your father (gasps) i'm going to put on this quiver and i'm going to slide my arrows into said quiver you all gus and steric when morgan does this all of a sudden, like there's almost just like these three colorful, just poof, 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 of color, of of light energy that appear from the quiver as the runes glow, a that same soft blue, before then fading away. The runes you can still see there, but they don't glow anymore. Do I still That's have that bone find. from uh, yeah. my dad? Right? Yeah. You I do. I that, feel like I take that okay. bone out from my bag and I put it up next to the quiver to see if they match. Oh yeah, the runes definitely match. Wow, cool. I put the bone down on the ground. Well, it's probably uh, it's probably not as weird you holding a quiver with all these runes as it is me holding the <laughs> bone of my dad. So, are you just gonna leave his finger in here? I mean. Why should I keep it? The only reason I kept it is to know what the rune was. Well, if you're not going to keep it. But now have that. It's just etched. If you're there. not going to keep it, I'm going to pick up the finger bone. And I'm going to tie it on a string around my neck. Okay. And I will, and I will say, right. I will carry my father with me wherever I go. Okay. Gross. Wow. Morgan, that's deep, man. I appreciate that level of role play that you've just brought to the table. Uh, what's in the wardrobe? <laughs> Hey, Tom, did you like that part where I said, that's gross? Yeah, I did. That's, I feel like I'm, that's what Gus would say. 
Okay, Steric, do you want to get in on this as well? Um, yeah, I was just going to comment you... on the the quiver that he's wearing now. What what on earth is that? It's a quiver. Well, obviously. Thank you, Morgan. You're welcome. I am a master of perception. Do you think you could perceive what those runes mean, Morgan, now that you've had this puff of light surround you and stuff? Like divine inspiration, you automatically know what that says. I don't think so. I I would guess it's probably no. connected to whatever magic our father was connected to. So I figure we'll just take it with us. Yeah, maybe sure. the elves, uh, the elf guy that's waiting yeah. for us in the one forest. Maybe he can tell us what they mean. Vorin. Well, let me give a look. Tom, can I roll history and see if I know what it is? Um. Yeah, you can roll history or arcana. I'd like to 14. roll arcana. No, not really. No, I can't read this 17. either. Ooh, perfect. All right, Steric. In your travels, you sense that these runes are very similar to runes that you've seen on some islands of where the people worshipped storm gods. Okay. Very similar. Interesting. They're not quite the same, but it's like they, they're reminiscent of it. Morgan, can I take a look at that quiver real quick? Sure. I just, if he lets me see it, just kind of inspect the runes and. It, oh, when you touch it, it actually starts to glow a little bit. Oh, that's weird. It likes when you touch it. This is not fair. You all have magic powers. So, Here I am. It's got nothing. No, but you got a cool thing to hold all I mean, your arrows. I'm not going to use it. And your bow. But I was handing it back to him. Uh, but look, looking at the runes on there, it kind of reminds me of... Um, I don't remember where it was, but on, on one of the islands I've been on, there was different groups that worshipped storm gods deities and hmm. it just kind of looks a little similar to some of the, the runes they had ah yes the storm father I'm quite hey. fluent Steric can we uh can we talk about something real quick um uh, yeah I noticed What's earlier uh when all those skeletons were coming out you know they were trying to kill us and all mm-hmm. and then you like shot lightning out of your body <laughs> Is that just, I mean, like, when were you going to tell us that's a fun thing you did? Well, yeah, that was a thing that happened, isn't it? It sure was. <laughs> Would you like to talk about it? Uh, I guess. I mean, first of all, I'm proud of you. You know, you're really growing up. You know, it looks Thanks like you're really coming into your own. But, wow, where did that come from? You know, that's a good question. Um, I don't, I don't really know. Uh, if, if we're, if we're being honest about it, uh, <clears throat> the day before I got the letter, or the night before, I got the the call to come back here. Um, yeah, the the inn I was staying in. I woke up, uh, apparently there was a huge storm that night, 
and uh, I woke up in the morning and there were scorch marks all over the inside of the room that I had rented. Um, I heard, overheard people talking outside and they said it looked like there was, as much as there was a storm going on outside, uh, the same energy looked to be coming from inside one of the rooms in the inn, I can only assume. Um, so, yeah, I don't, I don't really understand it. I don't really know how it works. Um, that's, you know, when, back when we were trying to get the wood from, uh, the, you know, a tree that had been struck by lightning and all that, that's kind of, I guess, what I was trying to do. Uh, because apparently that's a thing I can do. Hmm. Well, I mean, when I was struck by lightning, I thought I was just going to die. But now, like, for some reason I'm feeling super strong. Like, I don't know if you realize this. And, like, Gus jumps out of bed, like, pulls the sheets back, and, like, rolls down his socks. And you just see, like, these absolutely chiseled calves. Like, <laughs> Ooh, Adonis. skin. That's right. Like a Greek god. I'm like, look at this. Like, this... My legs weren't like this. I didn't. I haven't even done leg day. I just got All struck right, so by lightning. At this point, I also want to point out when you start describing your calves, Morgan. As you've kind of t- have your quiver, the the other things that you find in this room is some books. And Gus, you'll understand why I stopped you here and wanted to explain what books that was that were found. All right, this is from the actual. This is what it says. In the book, it says, I'll put it into Gus's chat. chiseled calves. All right, Gus's chiseled calf. No, so you find a volume of erotic poetry, fully <laughs> illustrated, <laughs> a naval almanac listing tide times for the area of the coast around Salt Marsh, a total of a hundred miles, and then a treaty concerning the demigod Ayus and its minions. You find these three books. They're ve- also. I need to point out these are very nice books that you could potentially sell if you wanted to, hmm. or you can you know, start to build your library at the, you know, the House Mark Joy. Yeah, I'm. We I could mean, do that. I'll, I'll definitely take them. I'm. Uh, I love yeah. me some erotic poetry. Fully illustrated erotic poetry. A rare. What does that mean? I don't know. It means there's pictures it's, of naked people. And I then as your poetry was supposed to be words. Well, they don't have to be that, naked, Jake. It could be somebody erotically sitting. All of a sudden, when you're looking, there is one literally one that shows somebody with lifting it. up their sock or pulling down their socks to show their calf and then you look up and you see Gus just like <laughs> imitating this exact pose. <laughs> Beautiful. You know what I think would be fun? If the volume of erotic poetry fully illustrated was written by Salty Jim. <laughs> um, we could only be so lucky. I feel like it has to. It's written by Salty Jim. Of course it it's is. Written, it's written by Salty Jim. The, it says Salty Jim. First edition. <laughs> First edition. Okay. Um, and that's where we're going to leave... <laughs> All right, and that's our podcast. Thanks for tuning in to the <laughs> Ghost of Saltmark.
Thank you for joining us for the RPG Academy Presents Ghost of Saltmarsh. If you'd like to join us for our live-streamed episodes, make sure to follow and subscribe to our Twitch channel at the RPG Academy. You can follow me at BezkarTom on Twitter. Please feel free to join our community by following the links in the show notes to our Discord. As always, we appreciate your support. And if you're able to and wish to support the show in any way, head on over to our Patreon. The music that you're hearing right now was composed by Kevin McLeod and is used under Creative Commons Attribution 4.0 International License. And finally, don't forget, if you're having fun, you're doing it right.